Hey everybody, thanks for being here again today. Today we're going to talk about something that's especially near to my heart, and uh, it's in chapter 5 of uh, the book of Ecclesiastes, and it really, you know, it's a, we could look at uh, this in one big lump sum, but what I'd like to do is just take one verse today, and that's going to be verse number 1 of, of Ecclesiastes chapter 5. In this chapter, Solomon is going to throw out a lot of different uh, subjects, a lot of different ideas, but I want us to look at this first verse that deals with our worship. And here's what he says. Walk prudently when you go to the house of God and draw near to hear rather than to give sacrifice of fools, for they do not know that they do evil. The idea here of walk means how we live our lives. It's not just stepping, but it's how do we live our everyday lives? What's our behavior? And the idea prudently means that our motives are pure. And so our behavior and our motives are important in every area of life, including our worship service. How do we approach our worship services? Do we look forward to them or do we look at them as more of an obligation than a privilege? Why is worship so important? Or you might say, is it important? Well, I hope by the time we're done today, you can see its importance. What did the Hebrew writer say? In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, the Hebrew writer said this, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as we see the day approaching. So attending must be important. Why? Well, I think to really get a good answer on that, we've got to go back in this chapter of Hebrews to verse number 19. And so in Hebrews 10, starting with verse 19, here's what it says. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh and having a high spirit over the high priest, I'm sorry, over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Now, now we can look at that and say, well, I can do all that by myself. I can do all that at home. But watch this next verse that leads up to the verse 25. Verse 24 says, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Then 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. I want us to see the impact here that our worship has on others. We are to consider one another. We are to stir one another up to love and to good works, and we are to encourage one another. Your attendance at worship is not only to praise God, but it is also to encourage those who are there. Every day we draw closer to God's return, whether we're getting closer to the end of our lives 
or whether he will return. We don't know. But it is true that we should be encouraging one another as that day gets closer. We miss so much when we're not in worship service. Um, just for an example, a couple weeks ago on a Wednesday night, a young lady was baptized. And so if you weren't there, you missed her baptism. But our worship service is both giving and receiving. I can give you encouragement, but at the same time, you're giving me encouragement by being in the worship service. So I want to go back to the question that I first asked. Do you look forward to worship? Do you look forward to participating? Do you look forward to seeing one another and encouraging one another? I'm glad we're doing online services for those who can't be with us physically. But there is still nothing like being in worship in person. Solomon says, when we come to the house of God, do we come to hear? Do we come to learn? Do we come to obey? Or again, do we simply come as an obligation, hoping we can check a box? God said this in Hosea 6, 6. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. See, it's not about just sitting in a pew, going through the motions. It's about giving him our heart and being involved in the worship, singing, praying, partaking of the Lord's Supper each Lord's Day as a memorial service to thank him for what he's done in our lives and what he's still doing in our lives. It's about looking to get something out of the word of God that will help us be better servants for him. So next time you go to worship service and you sit in the pew, make sure that you're there to encourage others, to praise God and to encourage those there. Next time we're gonna look at four things we should do in our worship. Thanks for being here. Hope you have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye.